get the best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO. We've got lessons to learn right here because the uh, state budget was handed down yesterday afternoon and the Treasurer is online. Good enough to join us. Mike Nahan, good morning. Hey, morning. Good morning to you, to you. Mate, how popular are you today? I'm probably one of the most popular people, more than you. Hey, <laughs> come on. without saying, Mike. Hey, dude, I was just reading that you're one of 13 children. Uh, yeah, you have to fight for food in that family, mm. I tell you. Mm. Yeah, get home late to sleep on top of the pile. What was the story? <laughs> I mean, you must know about budget if you've got 13 people in the family, or 15 in the family. Yeah, 15. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, and you know how to ration things and uh, how to fight for things and... Uh, how to share, too. I, yeah. I and have a bath first. Well, then, Mike, maybe you can answer this question. I think hiking electricity is the cheapest shot ever. I mean, there is no break from that. It's year-round. We've got hot temperatures in summer, cold in winter. Everything is run on electricity. You can't do anything without electricity now. So how are we supposed to entertain ourselves? It's too expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. But, you know, we also subsidise it very heavily. We spent $450 million last year subsidising the consumption of electricity. And, and honestly, people would probably don't believe it, and it is a, an essential aspect of life, but in terms of price, what you pay is the lowest of all state, primarily because we subsidize it to the tune of 450 uh, Unfortunately, our predecessors put in a, a process of so-called reform that led to us having the most expensive cost of producing energy in the nation. So... Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'd love to keep uh, electricity prices at zero, uh, but when you your iron ore revenue, most largest source of rental collapses, uh, and you're subsidizing electricity uh, like no other state, no other. Uh, this shouldn't be done. We shouldn't be subsidizing electricity uh, prices. Uh, you got to keep prices up, and they only went up by 4.5 percent. Right, Mister Nahan. With the cost of living going up, do you open yourself up for criticism when you say <laughs> you're going to spend, uh, you know, additional support for tourism, but 20 million dollars for events and 11 million for marketing in a post Giants visit Perth? Uh, yeah, everyone loves the Giants, and we subsidise to them quite a bit. Uh, we are the we are moving away uh, from uh, reliance on the mining sector. We have to uh, diversify our economy or allow the sectors to diversify. And one that uh, has huge potential in Western Australia and Perth is the tourism sector. And it's a competitive world out there. If you don't go out and advertise the beauties of Western Australia and Asia and other places, they don't know about it, and you know they don't come. Now, you've got to borrow $36 billion, is that correct? No, no, that's a uh, stack of borrowing. Yep. You're, you're getting me frightened here. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, no I'd just like to get those figures yep, right. Yep, but yep. Uh, have we borrowed we, $36 We, esti- we estimate... Uh, that in four years' time, our total government debt, that is for across the public sector, including things for like Western Power and Water Corp, will be $36 billion. yes. Where do you get that money from? Like, uh, uh, you know, you go to Bank West. And- well, we borrow some from you, Shane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do, yeah. Wow. Guido. <laughs> Out of the McFarland coffers. <laughs> uh, now, we have a, a treasury corporation that uh, goes out and borrows largely from uh, large Australian banks. Right. Okay. And now, you get a good interest rate, obviously. Uh, interest rate is record low. I think it's going to be less than 4% this year. Mike, I don't know if you can even wrap this question quickly, but how does cancelling first home buyer grants help our housing situation? Because, you know, I mean, we all know home buyers are already kind of priced out of the market here. Well, what we've, what we've done is increase the assistance of first home buyers, and we concentrated it solely on people who build new homes. Yeah. Because the problem here is not is our price of houses are too high 
And the way you solve it is not by subsidizing existing houses, but encouraging people to build new ones. And we give $10,000 for first-home buyers to go out and build a new home or unit. It doesn't matter. And uh, uh, that's the way to go. We want people to get into housing. We want them to build new housing. So we keep the price, so we get people in housing, but we also keep the price pressure down. Yeah, and Mike, just to wrap up, mate, do you when you've uh, delivered a budget, do you and Colin Barnett, do you and the Premier listen to what the opposition is saying? Do you, you, do you sort of switch off to a degree? Oh, yeah, I think well, it gets us riled a bit. It's a lot of rubbish often, but uh, uh, but you have to listen to your opposition, mm. and uh, uh, it's not fun, but that's part of the job. Yeah, yep. Mr McGowan's had a fair crack, but uh, all the best, and we'll, uh, okay. we'll let you go and sell. Thanks, thanks very much. Our next guest is a, Rop- a Whopper graduate who was a former Sorrento boy, and he's proven how versatile it is. He's acted as, uh, well, he's played Julian Assange, right through to Kirk Gilly, the guitarist and sax player from NXS in Never Tear Us Apart. And he's part of this new Channel 7 show, which looks unreal. This is one that they've been promoting for a long time. And, of course, I speak of Catching Malat, which is uh, starting 7. Uh, this is Sunday at 8.45pm. His name is Alex Williams. Alex, uh, welcome, mate. How are you doing, champ? I'm very well. How are you guys? Yeah, good, mate. I've got to say, love the Wikipedia. It's got here that uh, you you went to Mount Lawley Senior High School and then went to neighbouring Duncraig. Now, I don't think Duncraig's anywhere near Mount Lawley. <laughs> no, nope, not even close. Some of no, New I York. went to St. Stephen's in Duncraig. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. So, yeah, nah. uh, I do notice you do have a bit of a lapse there with uh, Luke Arnold played, of course, uh, Michael in the uh, in excess role. He graduated 06 at Whopper, are you 08? Did you actually meet him while he was there? I graduated in 11, so he... Oh, yeah, right. no, I didn't meet. I didn't meet him. He was... Um, he was long yeah, he, gone. He was long gone. And Dana Reed, the director, actually went oh, a while back as well. Yeah, he's a, he won an, a Logie. Is a Logie something you uh, sort of regard? Oh, look, I got nominated for a Logie once and uh, lost to Joel Madden for Best New Talent. Oh, so, uh, no, I've, I've just... Um, I've just left that one. I'm okay with it. Oh, <laughs> now, Alex, we're really excited about catching Malat, and you play Paul Onions, who is the British backpacker who escaped Ivan after he was offered a lift, and you also mm. your character also helped to identify him years later. Did you meet or talk with Paul during your research? I didn't. I thought it would just sort of, um, one, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wants to leave that little part of his life uh, where it I is. suspect so, yeah. Um, what, the tying and, up you know, bit? <laughs> yeah, I just thought, you know, it might not be um, kosher to, to, to do that and, yeah. and probably not ne- necessary in the end. So I just decided to have a crack. There was a couple of videos of him doing interviews and stuff like that. So I basically just used that stuff to figure out what I was doing with the character. How far do you go, mate? Because we hear of these classic actors, uh, you know, being, you know, won't talk to anyone on set, in, even in the breaks, uh, you know, those kinds of actors who will go to all kinds of method and lengths. How about yourself? I think it's different, you know, depending on what, what you're doing. To be honest, when you're getting chased around by uh, Mal Kennard mm. and he's shooting shots at you and, and chasing you down the street and tackling you and, and stuff like that, it's not that hard to act terrified. I don't, yeah. You don't need much more sort of... Uh, stimulus than that. Tell me, mate, working actor, you've got a bit of a CV there. I've seen three things. Have you got anything else that you do when you're not acting? Oh, look, I do a bit of writing. Not really. You know, I play a lot of sport, keep busy, but, um, you know, I, I like to put most of my efforts um, in, into the acting and, you know, it's been going all right so far. So, yeah. mm. you know, hopefully that continues, but we'll, <laughs> we'll find out soon. Alex, have you guys had a screening? Have you seen this series of Catching Malat yet? I actually have not seen it. No, I will be seeing it for the first time. On Sunday night. You haven't seen the finished product, but how is the performance of Ivan, the actor? 
Oh, look, on set, I mean, he was just, yeah, he was on it. So um, I'm, I can't wait to see what it looks like on screen. Uh, definitely in the car with him and and the, around the traps. So it was uh, it was scary for me. So hopefully it's uh, hopefully that translates, and it uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a great performance. I mean, even in the shorts that we've already seen, Malcolm Kennard's doing such a good job of that. That oh, it's just terrifying, terrifying to even think about. But the idea of Absolutely. being quite charming and being sort of smiling and being quite sweet, and then also just being the most terrifying person. It's always the scariest thing, you know. People who you know, have those tendencies, but are also incredibly charming and um, just very good at luring people in. Hey, mate, um, don't take this the wrong way, but you're, you're a baby-faced kind of actor. Have you ever had a director uh, knock you back because you're too sweet-looking? Oh, good question. Um, don't think so. Um, not yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Maybe. Maybe the lack of facial hair is what's been really <laughs> right. well, um, blonde guys have trouble, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, we'll, we'll put it down to being blonde. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Alex, we'll see you on the TV, mate. All the best. Beautiful. Thank you very much, guys. The budget has been handed down. Another one, uh, two in a week. But this was a state one by the Treasurer, Mike Nahan. And uh, we're talking, we're asking on 133353, what will you refuse to give up while tightening your belt? It's all doom and gloom. Casey. Yes. Yeah, I know. We're all screwed. <laughs> what, what, what are you going to save money? Or what are you going to spend money on when we're supposed to be saving? A little trip. Um, we like to go to Donnybrook yep. or any of the three parks. So the price of petrol is high, but it's well worth to take a picnic and hang out with the kids. Yep. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so that's a Sunday drive, yeah? Yeah, we call it uh, Fun Day Sunday. Oh, that's cute. Sunday how, Fun Day. How old are the kids, Case? Uh, we have a four-year-old and yep. a two-year-old. Oh, I was going to say, because when they're 10 years older than that, it's uh, Misery Sunday. <laughs> no, it's going to be really good for them to, in the future to sit back and, and say, um, wow, they were good days. I went to Donnybrook. <laughs> I think we're actually missing a lot of those experiences. Good on you, Casey. Thank you. Uh, Jeanette's online from Chidlow. Uh, Jeanette, what do you do uh, You know, in these doom and gloom times we live? Uh, budgeting my renewal to the Perth Wildcats. Oh, Jeanette, I tell you what, they went up again this year. You're actually having to sacrifice a fair bit to pay for them. Uh, yeah, especially Gold Club. They are not cheap tickets for the membership for the Wildcats, that's for sure. Jeanette, did you see the boys were training again already in the month of May? Well, I'm lucky because I hang out at the SBL, so I see a lot of them right, training right. all year. <clears throat> and yeah. how much is a membership, but just quietly? Um, gold Class is around 700 My God. Yeah. yeah. It depends. It's well worth it. Red Army. Yeah, well, that gets, Army. It gets you a ticket in, right? It gets you a ticket into every game. Right. Yeah. Well, the home and games. And the same seat every game. Yeah. It's worth so it, you Jeanette. get to know people around you and um, create some rapport. It's great. Fantastic. You well, sit close enough, you get a Germain Beal on your lap at any moment. <laughs> mate, mate, I'm gonna, not that close. We're going to give you our caller of the day prize. I don't know what it is, but it's well it's, worth it. Don't go anywhere. It's four tickets for you and your family to see Disney on Ice Dare to Dream at Perth Arena from June 5. Wonderful. Thank you. I imagine Wildcats on Ice. Yeah. They might be great, wouldn't they? Hey, Jeanette, have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Hey, the ticket goes off, the family tickets. Tickets through Ticketek if you want to go and see Disney on Ice. Dare to Dream. Perth Arena from June 5, as Kimber mentioned. Get the best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO.